0: You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree.
1: People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris.
0: This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia.
1: This week on, Julia does everything that's embarrassing.
0: She ain't doing shit. She ain't here. (laughs) I mean,
1: she's doing stuff. She's just not here. She's
0: getting ready for Fanex. They set up tomorrow. Yeah, so um it is episode 382 of the new Utah podcast. Uh yeah, Fanex is uh this weekend. I yep. actually uh,
1: ran into a friend that's going to Fanex.
0: And to whose friend?
1: My friend.
0: Oh, I thought you said your friend and I was I wondering did. which of us you were talking Well,
1: <laughs> I ran into a friend. Oh,
0: I thought you said ran into your friend Some and way. I was like oh. which which of us is the which of us is your friend is it both of us? So, uh <laughs> yeah, we're not going. Um yeah. nope. We, we, we didn't go last year either. Um, but we've gone pretty much every year. They got some big stars this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Padalecki, is that his name? Yep. The supernatural dude that sure does other stuff now, but no one knows that. They just know supernatural. Well, the fangirls that want to have sex with him know the stuff he's doing now, but supernatural is what he's known for. And he didn't used to do, like none of those supernatural guys did conventions outside of supernatural
2: conventions while the show was on. They were
1: scared they'd give it away.
2: Kind of a big deal. a lot of other people too. So yeah, so since we're talking fanx, Julia will be there. Um, her booth is by the food court and main stage. Oh, that's a good place. So they're hoping that's a, that's a good spot to be. Uh, if you go to her booth and say you heard about her from the podcast, uh, she'll give you a discount on any
0: purchase specifically the new Utah podcast, not not just just the podcast podcast,
2: or a podcast. Say, I heard about this on The New Utah, and she'll give you a discount on any yeah. purchase. You can say, I heard, heard about it on your podcast that
0: you're never on, The New Utah Podcast. There's a spot for her. There's a chair. I think it's getting
2: dusty, though. Yeah.
0: Well, no, because sometimes <laughs> our guests sit. Oh, that's true. It, which is, I mean, a good use of it. But then the other two, like that one on the end by you, no one uses like that. Like once a year, maybe twice a year. Basically, maybe. if we have you know two guests or someone brings an extra person, they'll sit in that chair, but they don't
2: always well, we have the people that are scared of us, so they bring a bodyguard.
0: You know, I'm got a. I'm on a couple podcast mailing lists, and I got some newsletter, and I saw a studio set up. Not completely unlike ours, just like a, a table similar to this in a sense, but the mics were so much nicer looking. That is on our list. They're not cheap, though. They're really good mics. Like, the next step up, we're going to be paying like 150 to $200 per mic. That's a big... It's a big investment for a hobby that we don't get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's one of
1: those things where you'd like buy one and then you one buy another time. one. Well and then you buy another I one. I do
0: need to have some expenses this year, so maybe we'll buy some. I just need to finally decide. Decide.
2: I've looked at them like five times this year at various points. And well, we've I'm had like, conversations throughout the year. Oh, well, the first of the year, like in January, New Year, we should talk about them. Then we, when we had our seven year anniversary on the show, oh, we should talk about it. Well, I've looked several times it's and I have an idea and, and I just
0: am like, yeah, I got to do other shit now. I got to get on to other stuff. Not that I'm not ready to buy them. I just, I'm busy. And so and then you send me stuff about your website that's all... <laughs> that I got to fix. By the way, you bought the wrong domain. I did? Yeah. You bought Salt City Home Design, but it was it's spelled wrong. Uh-oh. When I was looking today cuz I was going to fix that Google thing, but I can't unless I log into your Google. Uh-huh. I'll show you after the show Okay. Right, me. But you you bought it's a typo at the end. The last two letters were sh- switched. But so so it, like like, it was like a penny as dollars. No, because the other one's still available. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> i think i paid four dollars jeremy's
1: for like, oh, really bad at spelling for those of you that don't know
0: yeah it's it's okay <laughs> it's okay it isn't i mean it only counts really when you're buying
2: domain names i guess so i think it cost me a whole four dollars so i guess if yeah. i buy another one it's, it's probably okay if it's, you buy another it's one. the slight dyslexia that i have that kicks in and that's exactly <laughs> where you see it is I do that all the time. Yeah, it's, it's still like, available. The one that I told you to buy okay. It's still available. <laughs> because the
0: last, the last two letters, I I looked and they're transposed. You have N G instead of G N. I was like, wait, that's not what I told him to buy. <laughs> he must have. That's funny. Yeah, and it popped right up. Yeah. I saw that this morning because I was like looking to try and do your Google thing, but I'm going to need to like sit with you to do that because you have to do it on Google's listing. Anyway, that's, (laughs) uh, that's some inside baseball people don't need to hear. I've got some other domains. Don't go out
1: there and buy Jeremy's domain.
0: I have a, I do
2: a, we'll we'll fix it before the air, the show airs. My, (laughs) my $4 domain. Well, I I mean, my main ones I own. These are just kind of some, Subsidiary. That well, they're help good. And, they're good ones
0: to own. They help with pushing traffic, and they also make it so other people can't jump in on your your existing property. That makes
1: it so that somebody else goes in, and maybe somebody else is dyslexic and they type it wrong. Yeah, they type it wrong. And yeah. And hey, i get all that it.
0: dyslexic business. Well, the one that I told him to buy is the one he originally <laughs> wanted, and it wasn't available. But it wasn't available, S- and now it is. Seventeen years ago. Yeah, it is now. So
1: you didn't know, Chris? Seventeen years ago. I did not. You know me though. If I you
0: did. If you would have, I would have maybe built you. A better site and had it secured so it didn't get hacked
2: multiple times by the russians
0: <laughs> well i mean you could be mgm grand did i talk about that Oh, we talked about it last time yeah man it's
2: still fucking going on by the way yeah well so talking about st- talking about stupid things that i've done this last week <laughs> <laughs> okay so the wrong website i told you to buy that's one
1: maybe did you buy it after you hit your head
2: no, because no, oh, about about a dang. week. Dang, you see, you kind of used that <laughs> as an
1: excuse.
2: So so over the weekend, I'm, I'm going to put the dogs away, and the, our, our dogs are kenneled in our back uh, living room under a table. And this is the table that, you know, you put the knickknacks and the whatever on.
1: And the paddy wax
2: Uh And it's, so you
1: it, can give your it's dog in the back room,
2: and it works great, because, like, we're watching TV. The dogs put themselves to bed most of the time. So most nights, I don't have to do much, just close the door. Anyway, so it's over the weekend, and it was one of those perfect storms. I don't know how it happened as I, like... Lean over to bend down and close the kennel door. My foot slips somehow, and I hit the the table full force. Like full, it shakes the table. Others upstairs like, "What was that?" I pop up, I'm seeing stars, and and it looks like you got a gash. I got a nice gash over my eye. And because anytime you get hurt like that, it's just bleeding, blood running well, down. Your,
0: the skin above your eyes, like your forehead has tons of blood vessels in it. And the skin above your eye
2: breaks open so easily. Yeah. So it's bleeding like I'm a boxer. <laughs> but the next day when the kids come over, they're like, what happened? I wanted to say, I got it. I got it in my two seasons in the octagon. But I didn't. I just told them what happened. Yeah. Kind of like, like when Chris when broke, uh, broke his
1: leg cutting down boxes. And the freaking ER
2: doc told me I need to come up with a, a lie, better story. Like better yeah. story. Yeah. So hitting my head, putting the dogs away. <laughs>
0: anyway yeah, so i still got this nice oh, and it takes a while too when you get older all the shit that you like like i used to, i remember when i was a kid when i was younger like i'd have a big old fucking cut on my hand it would last less than a week yep and it would be healed now i get a cut on my hand and like two weeks later i'm like fuck i when did i do that like mm-hmm. it's been
2: there for so long at least it didn't bruise too bad
1: <laughs> Yeah, at like, least you didn't give yourself a black guy a
2: whole lot worse but Ah, it was just one of those perfect storms foot slipped yeah, it right as i'm going down so it ended up being like full force onto the table did Pow. the dogs come out and check on you then no they didn't care yeah, they're like fuck you man close the door we're going to sleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> when i was helping sean move i was like i was kind of the i don't know i was like the climber around her in the back of the truck you know to like get the straps you know hooked to the side mm-hmm. and all that and the next day like i had Like these weird pinch scratch bruises. Mm -hmm. I had like a bruise on my leg that was bigger than a softball. And I'm like... I don't remember slipping and falling to get that. And it took like two weeks to go away.
2: Yeah. at our age, it's just existing bruises you for Well, it's reason. like when you
1: sneeze and you're like, Oh, that hurt my back. Uh
2: huh. <laughs>
1: Sometimes after pooping, I'm
0: like, Oh, I pulled a muscle in the back. <laughs> you gotta go lay
1: down. Uh, I
0: just like get up off the toilet wrong. And you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, that's going to take all day to work out.
2: You just take you just take Advil in the morning cuz you know. You just take it. You just get you just take it with your morning vitamins. I'll never
0: forget the first time I realized that my joints ached because there was a storm coming.
1: <laughs> Might have been doing that my right knee because that's the one that uh do you remember Stacy Stuber? I sure do. That's her mo- her mom drugged me with her car. Did you know that in junior high?
2: I don't think I've heard that story.
1: Mm, yeah, so uh <laughs> you know where it, on the 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 main road the like the farm road where the the little indent was for those condos and it yeah. was always gravelly because people were driving down the road and all the little. Yep. Okay. So we were walking and she saw us and she pulled over so she'd give us a ride and it was, you know, I had big old shoulder pads on and I threw my bag in and the bag like got stuck under the shoulder pads and then around the yes children the doorknob or the window handle that you, you have know, to roll up the like, hand. So it got hooked on that. Well she thought that I was in and she just started driving away. <laughs> so the bag is hooked on the the door handle thing and it hooked on me and I'm like running and everybody's like on the street is like waving at her and the kids are screaming. I don't know if you knew Stacy Stuber's mom, but no, no. sometimes she could be really oblivious. Uh yeah and so I could only run as fast as the car for so long before like i turfed it (laughs) and i like hit my knee i still have a piece of gravel in that knee that's funny but probably i don't know a couple years after that i'm like "Mom, my knees just sometimes it just aches and it took her a couple times before she was like your knee aches at the same time i ache you have arthritis in your knee (laughs) (laughs) So I've had arthritis in that knee since junior high. Mine
0: all started happening after the uh, infamous leg break, so. Yeah. But yeah, now. Your two like, seasons in the
2: octagon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was uh, skateboarding and I uh, did this really cool trick, like up off of the, I used the my pipe, gutters, my rain gutters as uh, a rail. And <laughs> drop it into your pool in the backyard. Yeah, well. You know, it's, you know, when you're a kid and you fill the trash can with water and put it at the base of your roof. And that's your pool. And that's, well, you jump off the roof into the trash can. Mm -hmm. I did that with the skateboard. Didn't work out so well. I mean, take up.
1: No. (laughs) That's just, you sound stupid. (laughs) That's
0: a way better explanation than slipping on a fucking cardboard box and shattering my tibia and fibia in the ankle joint.
1: Although, uh, Sean's friend, Dory, yeah, we talked about that. She did the same. Well, she didn't shatter it in a joint, but she broke both of those bones and had to have the same, almost the same surgery. Mm-hmm. Fewer screws. Yeah, because she's younger.
0: I had a lot of screws.
1: You know, I, I was pretty young 19, when that happened. I think you though. had 19 screws.
0: Yeah, I just, the number gets bigger. Was, right? Every every time I tell someone, it goes, the number, yeah, I was like 36 screws. But it's 19. It's 19 and two plates. Um, and yeah,
1: he always just says the two plates, but sometimes the screws are, it's just 19.
0: Nineteen screws those a
2: lot.
1: Yeah, but it's not thirty. They are big
2: plates too. Someday they when they like, cremate you, that'll be all that's left.
1: Well, you can. So oh, when okay. they, when on. we <laughs> when we cremated Leah, because she had the yeah, TPL, we, oh, yeah. she, we we have her hardware. Well, this dog has one in both knees. So when she gets cremated, we'll have two. I'm not dog.
0: getting cremated. I'm gonna get buried. I'm gonna get turned into mulch. Basically, he
1: wants he wants to do one of those naturally things.
0: <laughs> Either turn me into mulch and plant a tree under me, or in above me, you in me. In me, plant me, plant a tree in me, or I want to wear one of those mushroom suits and get buried just in the ground in the mushroom suit, which also plant something above me at some point. You know, I'm good with that. Just plant that tree on top of me and then eat my fruit. (laughs) Eat his low hanging fruits.
1: This is a Chris apple. Uh, it's the end of
0: September or well, it's, yeah, it's basically the end of September. I mean, I mean it's, we're more than
1: halfway next through. Next
0: week's it. Next week's the last week. You could still on. go to Oktoberfest, but, uh, this weekend, a lot of the haunted houses yep. are
2: starting to open up now, um, as we're getting mm. closer and closer to the Halloween. Mm. Yep. So aside and 49, I brought, I put them on the list specifically because they're, they're friends of the show. We've, we've been out there, we've, out there. we've had them on the show a couple times. So they're open uh this friday and saturday next friday and saturday and then all of october i
0: still maintain i'm a huge haunted house fan i don't go to them nearly as often as i used to asylum 49 is the best haunted house i've ever been to in my entire life it's i still maintain that part of it is where it's at it's in an old fucking hospital it's yeah. like there's nothing more creepy
2: than original operating room fixtures and when they bought the place it came with all of it. They, they like, yeah, it's all still there. They like handed them the keys and walked away. Well, Including for a while records.
1: they did yeah. the haunted house on one side and it was like a, still a, old home so, or so, yeah, no, 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 no,
0: no. They've always done it on the hospital side. The year we went out there. They purchased the nursing home side. Yeah,
1: yeah that's what we're talking yeah. about. But, but I'm the haunted house when was. When they did the haunted house on their side, there was actually a working where house people bed. were staying. On the other know. side. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, side. for
0: a long time. And then they had to move it over there in short order because the fire department yeah, they had... said their old one was outside of code
2: and they couldn't, they couldn't pass them anymore now that they had space to do the And only. I think we talked about this when they did some expansions. Uh, they kind of used me as a consultant to help them with some stuff. Oh really? Yeah. I kid you not, when they went to expand the, the parking lot, they found an Indian burial in the parking yeah. lot. That, I kid you I know that's the cliche. We found an Indian burial. They really did.
0: No, find- and they've, they like, they, <laughs> we've talked to them at length about some of the stuff. Like they had, like when they left the hospital, like the, they left patient records. Yeah. Like yeah. 50 year old patient like records. Like they had to
2: call whoever it is you
0: call and, and, just and, and they, they were email. like, they were like, uh yeah, those are old. Just you can just throw them away. And so they still had some. They're like, as we look through some of them, like there's oh, some so stories. Sketchy. Like he's like, you can tell like as surgery started to become better. He's like, but you like he's there's like you would read. He's surgeries. like, you would read a chart and you would be like, Okay, the patient has surgery. The patient shows back up at the hospital three or four days later with signs of an infection. You're like they left shit in the patient. And then they died a week after that. Yeah. They're like, and they open them back up and sure enough, they there's find like, a, like fucking sponges or like, you know, an instrument, a pair of forceps or something and they pull it out. But that patient never lives. It's yeah. like, you can see like how much different things are now, like the obsessive counting of things like right, sponges because of lap that lap kind pads. of stuff.
2: Well, and then there's, they'd come in and they'd take somebody's right leg and a month later, the left leg. And you're like. Well, that's suspicious. Yep. They get the wrong one the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, some really interesting shit happened in that building. Is all I'm
0: saying. Yeah. So it's got. History. Nowadays,
1: when that happens, if you go to the emergency room and then you go back, you get you're you're in the you you're in the next ER meeting. Yeah, they talk about like, okay, what what, what did we, we
2: fuck it's? up? <laughs> what can we do to avoid fucking up again? Um. Yeah. So no, that really is that is a legit.
0: So there's house. and there's lots of others. So you've got Nightmare Our on. Our dog's 13th. trying to eat Jeremy. You've got the Fear Factory, uh, which is the old cement factory. You've got, uh, you know, Lagoon. I oh, don't yeah. know if it's three hundred dollars to get into Frightmares or not, like it was the theme park. But the Lagoon. Experience it's for not a theme park, it's an amusement park. The, the lagoon experience for uh, Frightmares is actually, I've it's actually really fun. I really enjoyed it because you can go ride the rides during the day uh-huh. and then you stay and all the haunts open up as it starts to get dark. And they dark. have
1: like three or four different haunts, yeah, at
0: different levels. And they, they do a pretty decent job yeah. with them, so uh, it's definitely like a full day of fun and, and Halloween y shit and rides and all that stuff.
1: Also, Evermore.
0: Is yeah, open, Evermore. So I got to tell you guys- I think
1: today's guest is from Evermore. What? Or was it last week's guest that it couldn't come? One no. of them.
0: Uh, no, neither, I don't think.
1: Yes. Okay, maybe it's this week's. <laughs> maybe the
0: ones that couldn't come. Yes. I don't know. No, because the ones that couldn't come- Oh, that's are right. The, are... It's not
1: tonight, but maybe it was last week.
0: Yeah, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, Evermore, so I'll tell you, the guy that owns and built Evermore, and Evermore is his dream- this is a guy that used to spend two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars 250000 a year building a haunted house in his fucking his house. in his house, at his garage. Right. So the, Halloween is his favorite thing. And one of the things he really built Evermore for is to be basically a, a haunt. And so he built a haunt before Evermore was live. He was doing a haunt in that space. And so that would be a really good haunt to go to, mm-hmm. especially if you're down south um And, you know, you can always do more than one because you can go to the oh, Haunted yeah. Forest and it's right by Evermore. So you go to Evermore and then you can go to the Haunted
2: Forest. Well, if you start going this weekend, you've got, what, six weekends? And, and us but Utahns. But you've got Friday
1: night and Saturday night. You can go to true. 12 different you haunts. You can
2: double dip if you're really into We've
1: also it. got a bunch of corn mazes. Us yep. Utahns love the haunts. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I was like, so I... Cassidy was born in January and here I'm going like so October. So I was fairly pregnant with her trying to go through a corn maze. The ground is all uneven. And every time I would like step down on an on une- I'd be like, oh geez, I think I'm <laughs> gonna get this stuff go have this baby right now. Um I I would
0: be remiss if we didn't talk this week cause we forgot last week. That was on me for skipping over it. Um You have a couple more days. You have until the 22nd. Um, if you are into rare, high demand, specialty whiskeys, uh, the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services, the DABC, um, has, uh, the drawing open for those high value, high demand products. Should have put my name in too. So you can, I can't do that for you. You have to do it because you have to like create an account and stuff. So if you go out. You don't know
1: any of my specs
0: abs.utah.gov that's the alcohol and beverage services department for the state if you go to their website you'll see the rare and high demand stuff i think it's under like shop products or something yeah um but uh the rare and high demand stuff so basically like pappy van weekle uh is probably the biggest one but there's some other stuff um like sazerac um there's some wine sometimes old forester Um, there's some special Japanese whiskey at times Mm -hmm. right now. The big thing is the, the current drawings that are open are primarily for Pappy Van Winkle and uh, the Sazerac antique stuff. So Pappy Van Winkle in a lot of States, like the most expensive bottle sells for like $2,500, $3,000 in most States. Mm -hmm. It's really limited supply, but the, the state usually gets a case or two of all of these different specialty things. Well, the state of Utah has a law because. Well, the
1: one time the law works for you. The yeah. One and
0: only. It, it doesn't work very often, but essentially because of the way our law is written, the state-run liquor stores can only charge a certain percentage above, um, Purt- their purchase price. Their purchase price above cost. And so the most expensive bottle of Pappy, of which we're getting five, five whole bottles for the entire state is going for, and it's a 23-year-aged bourbon. Um, and they're just fits. They're just 750 milliliters. Uh, and it is $400. Now, again, that's like a $2,2500 $2, bottle out on the open market. Um, just to give you an idea, the number of entries for that bottle right now. Is eighty nine hundred and eighty nine. <laughs> the biggest entry is actually for the cheapest bottle of Pappy, which is their ten year, and that's at nine thousand three hundred forty three entries. That's as of Tuesday night. Um, so it's not a bad odds of winning, like you know, one in ten thousand. Way better than the lottery. lottery, yeah. And it's Utah's version of a lottery,
2: so there you go. The one time our liquor laws are in your favor, but it's
0: free to enter. Uh, and then you can buy the liquor and sell it. I mean, you can't do that; that's illegal. But you could buy the liquor uh, and, and then enjoy. Thursday, it. Please, I would drink it. I would. All right. Well, you know, we were talking about Pappy and the uh the awesome, great Utah lottery that we have. It's not a lottery. It's not a lottery because those are not allowed. Those anytime. are those are illegal. But it's a drawing. A drawing. A free to enter drawing. Drawing uh, for your Pappy to be. You still have to buy it. You still have to pay right. for the Pappy. You just have the opportunity to buy it. But I mean the opportunity to buy something that I've been told is not actually all that awesome. They just, it's because of the limited availability. I've the, actually heard that too, but Pappy's I would, not, I'd still drink it. Did Jess ever get a Pappy? Nope. Uh, no, I I almost bought a freaking like thousand dollar bottle of Freud. I would try Pappy for 400 bucks, like a, a 23 year Pappy. Um, but speaking of booze, um, we actually have uh, our guest with us, uh, David Jimenez. Uh, he's the host of the uh, the Taste Masters podcast, and apparently I found out also now the head brewer for Ketos. Yeah. Which is
3: Ta-da. pretty fucking Ooh, awesome. We get like fucking a
1: double cool. bonus here. Yeah, that's like,
3: a, like a double It's a whammy. twofer. And wait to say my last name correctly. That's Jim- Jimenez? rare. Jimenez? Well, <laughs>
1: yeah. I usually look,
0: Jimenez. Jimenez. Jimenez.
3: Yeah, all my, the
1: things.
0: I told you, my wife's Mexican. Yeah. So her... Her maiden name is not actually what she's changed it to. I just made to, my own name, Smith. but she she's took she took her grandpa's because <laughs> I took my grandpa's name because. So her last name is Ereta Birch. Ereta. Yeah. So you know how to say things. I love it. Some, yeah. some,
1: some of them. Yeah. No,
0: I say lots of stuff. Oh, Chris I actually say. Chris says a lot of things. I say a lot more Spanish correctly than now, I do. Now, if your English. name
1: was David Smith, he might have. I'd messed probably it up. fuck up Smith. I <laughs> no. do No joke. No joke. Yeah. No joke.
0: It's Smythe. Yeah. Thank you. Smythe. But thanks for having me, friends. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, they, we're gonna we're gonna start in the way back machine. When were you born? You don't have to give us the year, David. Uh,
3: 1990. I'll tell you straight, okay, straight up. Okay, so I'm a '90s baby. Day and month, mm, uh, July 24th, Pioneer Day or Pie and Beer Day wow. in Utah. So you were a Halloween oh, baby. So you, you
0: you like me. Your the parents fireworks, were, your you're parents welcome. were fucking on Halloween.
2: Yeah. About this time of That's year. That's Maybe, this time. A, maybe another a couple month months after this,
3: but yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You're about it. You're about roughly a Halloween baby. Yeah. Maybe they went to a key party. No, 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 no not my
3: family. <laughs> the they were 90s. LDS at the time, so oh. absolutely oh. not. So not no, they went to anyway. a trunk
2: or treat then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> were those a thing in the 90s here? No chance. In the late key 80s? Not here.
2: I mean, they were, but not here. Not, not Utah. In the
0: 80s in Utah, people were still letting their kids like sleep with their next door neighbor, right? That or was that just Idaho? And that was just
2: Idaho.
1: What? Yeah. Oh, that those
0: people! Fucking weird story up in Idaho. <laughs> the like yeah. they made the documentary. What the hell was it called? Um, Hidden in remember. Plain Sight or yes, something? there or something like that. I guess. This remember. like family, like their next door neighbor was like a fucking predator, and they're just like letting him sleep in a bed with their daughter. Yeah, he like
1: kidnapped
2: her twice. He's probably the no. bishop, so it was okay.
3: <laughs> now I love Michael Jackson as the artist, but <laughs> not as a person. That's just me. Well,
2: you you know when you know when it's time for Michael Jackson to go to bed, right? Oh my god! Uh-oh. Oh, Jeremy. When the big hand touches the little one.
1: Oh, oh wow. wow.
2: You went there. <laughs> do,
1: we, do we need to kick you out? Remember how we told you you could
3: say
0: whatever you say want? But what, <laughs> what, racist things? And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs>
3: yeah, there
1: you
0: go. Apparently child
3: molestations
1: no, no, on the table. No, no pedo stuff either. Sorry. Dude.
2: sorry. Racism <laughs> off the table. Pedophilia. Good. You're good. good Thumbs up. You're good so good. where were you born? I was born in Utah, but
3: I spent the beginning of my life in South Texas what what part of south texas the most southern is called el Largo, like the horse so like just in, south in the McAllen. middle of the
0: gulf of mexico so down, by Brown, like Brown, like down by
3: Brownsville? just south of brownsville like on the
2: in little peninsula okay i yeah. know where
0: that's it
3: and then uh, Chris was born so you in got Lop- to stand there at the Lop- stand there at the fence and look over basically i could throw a football over that fence or a baseball back in the day my but,
1: grandfather was born in marfa and his house is now uh, a historical site. Oh, cool. And so people stash water and supplies in it for the people crossing the border because nobody can do anything about it. Oh, wow.
3: I, love I think that he would so be much. so proud. This makes me happy, actually. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> yeah, man, really my cousins
1: are. went there and took pictures and sent them all back. Please. Yeah.
3: So yeah. then, yeah, I moved to Utah to help uh, my parents split and I helped my mother raise my I'm the oldest of three. So I helped my mother raise my sister. So I came to Utah. Well, that's where her parents are from or were living at the time. So I've been in Utah ever since. So where's your is your dad from Mexico? Yeah, he's Mexican, from Mexico. Um, How did they
2: meet? I mean, I realize this is kind of off. There, this but. is
3: weird, but they met in Provo. So he was in uh-huh. Utah. Uh, so Mormon missionaries brought his family up from Texas to Utah. Uh, he spent his childhood, well, I guess, uh, um, high school days here, and they met at a high school Mormon dance, huh? Something, 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 this, that, and the other, and then he's in it's the military. Like a Ah, uh, military. So we've traveled all, I mean, lived in New York, North Carolina, uh, Philippines, all things. That makes sense. We get a lot of military people.
0: Well, so Utah, well, I mean, we've talked about this with military folks, but military, military, military children. brats. Up. Utah often tends to be a place where a lot of military people who have been all over the place, just end up deciding to stay here afterwards. Hmm. Like they're like, okay, well, let's retire and move to Utah. What, Brant, was the Air Force? Um,
2: Air Force, yeah. So, yeah. So that makes sense because we've got the the Hill Air Force. Was it ever part of Hill?
3: I'm not sure, actually. That's a great question for, you know, Just that does, daddy issues. I don't know.
2: That does Haven't right. gone
3: through therapy for that right <laughs> now. Yeah. You're not yeah. to
2: that point yet? Not yet. <laughs> mm. All right. So you grow up. Mostly in Texas, then. No, mostly here in Utah. Mostly well, yeah. I spent the beginning little, of my uh, life out there, and then I came ugly. out here. Uh, so, where did you go to high school out here?
3: Mountain View High School View. in Utah County. I'm from Utah County. Okay, I, I live what, there currently.
2: What's the mascot? <sighs> Mountain View. I'm not sure. So Come on, you're of, like the, the king of mascots. I, most, in Utah. I know most of them in the valley, but I don't know what's the mascot. It's a Bruin. The Bruin. So what? a
3: female bear. You don't piss off yeah, a female bear. Yeah, I was
0: going to say bear. what is a Bruin? That's a bear, right?
3: Female bear, not just a bear. Don't say that. It's a female.
0: I know that from the Boston Bruins. But they're not good either. That's actually the bad team in Boston, right? The Bruins. Yeah, they're... they
2: almost, they almost. Well, they made it to the playoffs. They didn't uh, win. Yeah,
0: but... but isn't that their hockey team? The yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but hockey. they're not good, right? And that's supposed to be a sport they're good at. Like they're okay, <laughs> they're middling. Isn't that right well.
1: sport they're supposed to? be good at bar fighting. You have, to, fighting. Be, that's you have, they have to be a right.
0: hot weather team to be good at, at hockey. Yeah, well, is seeing as how
2: Vegas won this year. Yeah, yeah, they w- they they won the Stanley Cup. Right. Vegas, you know, a city that has no ice. Yeah, so Dallas was
0: well, there do too. Clearly well, Dallas they clearly. they have ice somewhere. Neither of them have ice. Like it's ridiculous. The I mean, Vegas has anything you fucking want except for internet inside of. MGM properties right now, <laughs> <laughs> or a, or an actual kid room. <laughs> Have you seen the Sphere? I want to go see the Sphere live, like with it. I mean, I, yes, it I've out. seen videos. Of it. I haven't. Seen that it. thing looks so good. Cool. We saw it when it was under construction a couple years ago. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And the cab drivers like some stupid thing they're building is like a big video screen around a building. And I'm like, that seems awesome. That's the most Vegas thing they could possibly do. <laughs> but also, Vegas doesn't look like Vegas right now. Um, And I'm going to be there in a couple weeks. I'm going to drive through there. I don't know if we'll actually stop. But uh they've got it all set up for the Formula One race. Oh, I didn't
2: realize. So I like they
0: there. fucking cut down all the trees that were in front of the Bellagio. They've cut basically all the trees out of the Strip. Just took them out because they're putting all those grandstands in because the Formula One's going right through the Strip. It's Vegas. They'll put them back again. Yeah. I mean, they do whatever they want. They got so much money. Except MGM right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're anyway. fucking struggling. <laughs>
1: These guys get easily
0: distracted. We do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, how did you get? So, okay, you go to high school to Mountain View. I'm sorry, the Bruins. Um, that's how we got on all that. The yeah. Bruins.
2: Anyway, what happens after high school? <laughs> college. What college, to college.
3: I go to Uvu. I You've... become an athletic trainer for ten years. So nice. I wow. decided wow. to go into sports medicine and exercise science. And met my wife there at the same time. She was an athlete at the time, running hurdles.
1: What? So oh, it's a, it's yeah, a good jumping.
0: way for you to meet your wife is being a la- athletic trainer for the sports team. Right. Teams so I first
3: met her at the end. She was in the ice bath, so I'll never forget that image. That's <laughs> a good place. But to she eat. made running more difficult. So she would do running, but then put hurdles over it. So she'd jump over. <laughs> she's jumping over shit. Make like... no sense to me. Anyway, long story short, I you know fell in love, but she decided to go and do an LDS mission, mm. and I had no idea. Like oh.
2: Okay, bye. And were you LDS at the time? No, at the time, no. No. Uh-uh. Just- and. Were you Were you at any time? Yes,
3: I was. Just yeah, the beginning of life, kid. but then when I became, you know, eighteen, seventeen, I'm like, oh, I can figure it out for myself. I can make a decision. Yeah. So, yeah. so
2: after your wife left you, um,
0: for God, for the first time, um, for God. I was mean, that's she wasn't was, his right? wife
1: yet. She, she, well, yeah, Jesus. but no,
0: she left you for Jesus. She did, um, or for other people to share Jesus with other people. Sure, because um, Jesus is a swinger. Who were you at UVU being an athletic trainer for UVU, or did you move to like some other team, or like where were you an athletic? So I
3: still was there. Okay. Um, but I was also doing a part-time job. of like I guess I had two jobs. I was also being a bartender up at Sundance Mountain Resort for five oh, nice. years. So I was uh, bartending and slinging beers and drinks for celebrities for five years.
0: Nice. nice. Yeah, because that's the only people that go to Park City. Basically,
3: yeah. In and that, I have great stories for that. But that's what began my career in, oh, there's craft beer and craft spirits or craft ethanol products in Utah.
2: Great right. craft ethanol products. I, I like, like that, that distinction. Yeah, which it, and, fermentation. and we've had the discussion many, many times on this podcast because of all the funky, weird laws. It really has made the craft beer scene in Utah very cool and very competitive.
3: Yeah, the, the camaraderie behind it that I showcase, I try to talk up because we have a very tight knit community, and we all help each other out. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful, actually. And
2: well, we, it, is, it is pretty cool as we've interviewed different people. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Everybody's helped everybody. For the most part. And then, well, for the most part. And then it's funny, uh, I think it was Red Rock we were talking to a couple months ago, and they're like, oh yeah, this. It wasn't
1: a couple months ago. Dude, that dude. Was, it was, over was over a almost, year. Just, ago. Yeah, it was over a year. It was almost
2: a year ago. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, th- this guy brewed for us, and now he's brewing for them, but we took this person. That's why
1: and, I just say the other day. The well,
2: other we were day. even talking Not about. This day, just you know, another day. Ethan from, uh, yeah. from oh, yeah. Holy Stone.
1: Stone.
0: And he's brewing for someone else and still, like... The, he was at High West for a while? Yeah. 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 Like, all, the, the whole... I mean, it, it's nice because people that want jobs as brewers or distillers or winemakers in the state have options. It's mm-hmm. not like you come in and there's one distillery and if you want to, you know, move to do a distillery somewhere else or you're not getting along with, like, the ownership or something, you basically have to move out of state in a lot of places and not here. Hmm. You get a, unless you piss some people off. Like, don't fucking burn bridges because everyone knows everyone, and you probably will have to move at that point.
1: Yeah, don't be an asshole. <laughs> well,
3: that's the thing is, uh, if you're an asshole in the industry, you'll be um, yeah, they'll just sniffed get... out in a heartbeat. But yeah. they're, they're, I'm not saying everyone's perfect. No, you're no not no. going to make it yeah. that far.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, so your not. Then wife comes back. She couldn't find better. <laughs> she couldn't find better. She, she was she was gone for two years looking no. a year and a half. <laughs>
1: Women only go for 18 months (laughs) and they have to be. She couldn't
3: find better, but I also couldn't find better. Don't tell her. And uh, we (laughs) settled. (laughs) yeah, we've been together for about 12 years and we've been married. We just celebrated an eight year wedding anniversary. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: You made it past the seven year
2: itch. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, she said at least three more. I'm like, okay, cool. Nice. That means
3: 11. So I'm going for 11. That's my goal.
2: All right, so so what gets you to the path that you're on? So you're doing sports therapy. What is that all? Right, kinda- so I was
3: doing the Sundance thing, so I was a beer tender or a bartender. I was making slinging drinks for celebrities, and then during that time, I was pouring beer from Utah. So I had Uintas Cutthroat or Hoodoo, it was a cold style, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that it wasn't just Bud Light and Budweiser and Pacifico, there was more to it. Um, fast forward my buddy at the time was a GM. Uh, we're opening uh, Strap Tank. If you ever heard oh, yeah. of oh, yeah. Strap Tank Brewery, was opening in Lehigh. Yep. And 2019, he calls me up. I had just left uh, bartending at Sundance. He calls me in July. He goes, "Hey, we're opening, and I'd like to uh, offer you a job to help open the bar." I'm like, "Ah, oh, God, I just left bartending, but all right, I'm a craft brewery. Let's go. All right, whatever." So I helped open the brewery in 2019 in August, and Strap Tank Lehigh. I show up and now i'm I'm meeting these people who are making the actual beverages, and they're like they're like gremlins downstairs making these <laughs> beers. And I didn't realize that what you have in the can was actually made in house. I just for some reason thought it was like Budweiser, Bud Light, right you press a button? it was made. no, they're actually making it from hand, they're actually putting in the grain, they're making the cereal, they're
1: extremely so you, the you did
0: not realize that until you started working for Strap tank absolutely that mm-hmm. is odd that's that's yeah. odd to me that you like, yeah. That's pretty, I mean I think, a lot of,
1: that, I think our experience of the industry is unusual and we don't realize that's it. That's probably true. But because it's like I, a lot
2: of things, it's like, well, I don't, I don't want to see a cow slaughtered, but I love hamburger and I don't want to see a chicken. Well, but I mean, you kind of sure. have the opposite experience. You're like, oh, I love this, this great, like,
0: small batch beer, um, Blue Moon. It's such a great local yeah, beer. Yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> thought it
3: was so how was it made? I never beer. knew how it was made, right? Yeah. Right. And once I found it and I was meeting the individuals who were actually making it and developing it, I realized I was the first line of defense from, uh, the, the gremlins downstairs to the consumer. So when you walk into a, a craft beer, uh, brewery and like, Hey, I'll take a Bud Light. Like, hey, motherfucker, I don't have Bud Light, but I have the closest thing to a Bud Light. Or yeah. like, hey, I'll take a Blue Moon. Well, I don't have – we don't make – Did you have a lot of
1: that there? Absolutely. In Utah were-
3: County? That's- oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> That's- the home of Applebee's? Yeah, yeah.
3: For the first year and a half yeah. of strapped glee Lehigh, I can, uh, without grain of doubt, tell you, my number one selling beverage at my brewery was Diet Coke. And then my lager. So that just, just tells nice. you – like, that's where yeah. Utah County has no idea how to drink
0: beer. No. Right. No. I mean, they don't even know what a local restaurant is. I'm surprised they found that's their right. way to strap tank, to be honest. Yeah, like,
3: so it took us about a year and a half, two years to, like, get our feet wet, but they were like, oh, shit, we can go there, have a good time, and there's actual beverages that are produced here in-house.
2: So what do you do? Like, take your favorite one, water it down, and say, this is about as close to a Bud Light as you know. Man, I want to a <laughs> punch you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, not
3: at all. But it was trying to, it was, to me, it was an educational thing. Right. So that's how I started the podcast, the Taste Masters podcast, is I was trying to bridge the gap between oh, no. consumer and the gremlins downstairs, right? And, and my path to trying to learn, you know, how to make beer. And then in the process, COVID happened, mm. uh, the head brewer at the time, out everyone's lost their jobs we all lost our jobs and i was trying my hardest to shadow the brewers at the time to be i want to learn how to make this stuff it was so cool to me it was like it was like making kimchi or or kombucha but cooler and you get a little fucked up i mean it was it was a great benefit in a way so i learned how to make it uh head brewer left at the time uh, one of the brewers he's like i need to i need to hire someone would you like to learn how to make beer Absolutely. I've been helping you, shadowing you for months and months and months. Almost I've just a full been waiting year.
1: for you to ask. <laughs> and
3: so now, uh, November 1st, 2020, I became a brewer, if you will, and learned the process of brewing.
0: So that's a very different trajectory than a lot of the other brewers that we've talked to over the years. Because a lot of them, especially in Utah started out home brewing for fun yeah like they 'd go get the i 'd say about ninety five percent yeah like they'd go get the beer nut and make their shitty banana bread beers, sorry Zach your beer sucks, um, <laughs> yeah, my buddy when I was younger, he tried banana bread beer it was not good, um, but like you know they they all started by experimenting and brewing, and you start by working in. Essentially,
1: retail. And, yeah, to do the yeah. real
0: thing. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, "Hey, this is really interesting to me. How do I do it?" So you learned at scale from the yeah beginning. commercially. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is which is a really interesting difference between a lot of folks.
3: Yeah, and so usually uh, people somehow have this uh conception of they you have to work your way up the ladder. Mm-hmm. So in order to be a brewer, you have to start at the bottom or at the the grunt work. And that's you a have very to work American way, way to look. It at
2: really is. So that's the and
3: that's the I broke that here in utah and people who don't agree with that are looking at me like how the hell are you doing the things you're doing it's because i give a fuck and it's all about passion and it's, it's and it you care and you're going to give the love right back and I don't, it doesn't matter who you are i can open a brewery tomorrow next door and call myself brewmaster which to me in the in the beer industry that's a kind of a sacred title mm-hmm. right but big, big i can i can open a brewery tomorrow and call myself brewmaster and what terms why because i said so that's why So this is like bullshit. I'll figure it out. And as long as I have a great team or a staff willing with me, coworkers, we're going to be in the trenches and I'll clean toilets. I'll clean whatever it takes. Doesn't matter. Give Give me whatever title you want, but I'll do the same work as everyone else.
0: The Strap Tank, did did they sell? I don't know if they do. They sell anything uh, on the commercial market or is it no, all No, so Strap right.
3: Tank, uh, Str- Springville, currently, you can buy beers to go. They have a packaging license inside of that facility, but Lehigh does not. So all the high points in bottles, you can get in Strap Tank, Springville, but not Lehigh. Hmm. But there's two locations, only one brewery, obviously, in Utah yeah, County. Yeah. So they have no comp- competition. So if anyone's listening, if you want to open a brewery where <laughs> I live-
0: That that, I mean, that's that's one of the things we've talked about. I mean, it was a big deal when that brewery started in Springville because there's nothing. We've been talking about it since, yeah, since. There was nothing in Utah County. I think it was like 80 years or something. It was Uh, uh, before Prohibition. So it's the first brewery since Prohibition. Yeah, which is just absolutely insane. Not insane if you remember Utah County. Like, I remember going to parties there in the late 90s, early 2000s, and like Sunday morning rolls around and like, you can't buy booze on Sundays in Utah County. Like you can now, but used to be you couldn't buy it on yeah, Sundays. Yeah, dry like as hell. Even at the gas station or the grocery store, they couldn't sell it to you on Sundays. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <It's like you laughs> they go back to Salt Lake to drink.
3: But it's, it's funny to see how Utah's grown over the years, even in how short of a time I've been in here, or been drinking, right, for about, uh-huh. what, 14, 15 years, and seeing how now Utah County, if you compare Salt Lake County and Utah County, they're still night and day. Oh, they are oh, completely yeah. different. Right. And the cultures are completely different. But I like drinking in Utah County because when I'm drinking <laughs> in Utah County, I know where to go. Right? like, they, they're not, it's not crowded yet. There's not a lot of bars I'm down chillin'. there. I'm chilling. still, no, like the this. best, the best, there's only one distillery as well called the Clearwater Distillery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. they sell cigars and liquor on Sundays. And so they'll do cigar and whiskey pairings on Sundays. And so. <laughs> Guarantee you'll see my ass there doing some cigar whiskey pairings. That's, That's a pretty a good amazing. deal, right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. and there's we no. We were crowds. actually
1: just talking about cigar whiskey. Yes, we were. <laughs> so <laughs> you start. It.
0: So you started doing the podcast after like being introduced to this brewing thing, and but before I brew- became a brewer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what you know, what kinds of stuff have you been able to do on the podcast or with the podcast over the last few years? Yeah. So basically, I started. To have, I've tried the
3: to start the podcast to start an education system like I said to try to bridge the gap between I just want to learn like what's an ale what's a lager what's a hop
2: what's a well because a lot of people don't know start it simple especially in Utah County well a lot of people think beer is beer there is no it's all just one thing yes and that's farthest from the truth It's it's like when people say well I don't like beer well what have you tried? Well, beer. Yeah. I don't like soda. So
3: I was just trying was to like, Hey, different ones. let's learn about the beer. But then it started going to, I'm starting to interview the individuals who are making said beverage. And also it just took a 180 and it became, I'm sh- now showcasing and interviewing people within the fermentation beverage prof- uh, profile. And I'm, I want to hear the story because they're artists. So people who make the beer, uh, I can make the same lager at, you know, different uh, the breweries that you guys are, have interviewed before, but they all make different lagers. And why? Why are you making that beverage? And I want to hear, you're an artist. Tell me, you're a liquid chef in a way. Right. Tell me why you make this. And they would tell me. Right. And for some reason, I put a mic in front of their faces and they would just open up and I get to hear this beautiful story of how like, well, my grandma Smith, blah, 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 blah and then this is why I made this for my, in honor of my grandma. Like, holy oh, shit, that's beautiful. Great story. And so it opened up to, I have begun and i started interviewing everyone in the beer world and then i realized that there's people who make spirits uh-huh. so i started interviewing people in the s- distillation world mm-hmm. and then there's stuff like kombucha which is still uh yeast and, and sugar and alcohol in a way so i started interviewing interviewing uh kombucha people and then sake and then people like with people who threw in their ingredients and in they're like maltsters people who make the malt hop growers uh coffee people, chocolate people, and like, I realized, holy shit, it's a huge community. And mm-hmm. I started, I wanted to meet everyone and all the things all at once.
1: We've interviewed all those kinds of people too, but not for the same reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Mostly because they're awesome people in Utah. <clears throat> yeah. And doing really cool stuff. In well, Utah. it's kind of I funny. Know.
1: You mentioned it when you came in and, and we don't think about it much anymore, but the new Utah isn't about us being a new podcast because we're kind of an old podcast at this point, but it's about this kind of stuff. It's about yeah. the changes that are happening in Utah. There's people who are outside of Utah in
0: Utah County
1: still picturing, (laughs) you know, coming over here and expecting to see, you know, a wild, wild west or a lot of polygamists everywhere or everyone is Mormon or whatever it might be. And that's just not the case. Utah, I think Utah is a great place to live. And it's because of. People like you, people like them, changing it and growing and saying, I'm interested in this. It doesn't matter where I am. Right. I'm interested in this. And
3: that's why I niched down and I decided I, in the fermentation world, like I want to hear their stories. Because like, I could go interview my best friend, but like who wants to hear me and my best friend? But the fermentation people, I'm like, hey, we're going to keep doing that and we're going to interview all these people. and Because mm-hmm. distillers and brewers think completely different.
2: Right. Uh, kombucha well,
3: makers, all different.
2: Another thing that I, I think is cool is you need a middleman. Mm-hmm. Because most of the actual brewers are socially, I don't know how to put this politely, are social retards. Sure. Like, they do not get out. They do not talk to people. It's not
1: like that. You don't say social retards. You don't put it like that.
2: (laughs) Well, that's why I put it, because I don't know how else to put it. Socially awkward? Very socially awkward. Like, a lot of the brewers and stuff, they're in a very tight niche. But the rest of us who want to learn, who want to know, they... It's hard to connect. So mm. having someone that can connect right. the normal person, or you get in with some of them and, and they know all the lingo and they know all the technical terms, but the average person doesn't have- Well, it's it. like talking to a Star Trek nerd about Star Trek and they right. can't bring it down to well, the Well, it's like
1: we were model. talking about IT the other day and we were talking about the fact that mm. a lot of IT specialists are on the autism scale. They're neurodivergent. And, and people- you know get frustrated with talking it with them and so it's unusual to find someone that can do that the tech mm-hmm. and do the, and and talk to the everyday person right and make it make sense and be able to converse with like you said like the gremlins be able to converse with the people doing <laughs> because, the work and <laughs> <know with> the <laughs> they're, a, they're
3: beautiful and they have a story they, they right. sh- that yeah. should be heard but How are you going to get that out of them? Because when they're brewing and they're knee deep or elbow deep into beer, the last thing I want to go home after my shift and talk to you about beer, go fuck yourself. Right. I I understand that. Now being in it, I'm like, oh, I see. But bridging that gap is all I've been trying to do. Because there's heavy hitters in our industry and people who aren't recognized in our industry in the beer or the fermentation world. And I'm like, hey, I just want to hear your story. Mm -hmm. Let me – tell me your story. And like I, I have this – kind of cool gift where i can like get, make you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and be like
0: hey just just talk to me. But here's a microphone, right? It's like, funny though cuz you get those you if you it, get those people talking about what they're passionate about because no one's a, it's all about passion. No one's a brewer or a distiller that doesn't love doing it. They're not doing it because oh, it's just
2: a paycheck. Like you don't. Oh, they're doing it because the money, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I have a sugar mama. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's
0: just it. Like they're not doing it for the paycheck. They're doing it because they're in an the environment passion. that a lot. It's an artistry. Like yeah. they get to. There is a science to it. Don't get me wrong. But there is also an art. Like getting a beer to taste right, especially at scale, is not an easy task. And to get it to be consistent. Consistent. Enough that's that. Because like, when
3: you guys open uh, Pacific. Every time you open that can, you expect it to taste a certain way, right? And I'm going to tell you right now that is difficult to do.
0: Oh, hell yeah, it is to just nail that so it's the every same. Single, every Budweiser time. brewers
3: yep. make so much money because they have to do that, and it's pristine and it's science. There's it's
0: a reason Budweiser doesn't buy hops from just anybody; mm-hmm. they buy hops from farms that. Well, they probably fucking own the farms at this point. Well, we won't guess, go but. there. But. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's just it. Like, it's the same thing. There's a reason, like, if you go to McDonald's, McDonald's doesn't buy fucking potatoes from just anyone. They own their own farms or they, they, the oil, they quote unquote and own their own farms, but they have specific potatoes. They provide the seed potatoes for those potatoes. Yeah, I one the in farmers, Idaho, like, buy
1: one in Wyoming, I went wherever. It's all going to taste. The it's, thing. it's hard
0: as fuck to do that. And then to also be able to put your artistry in it. So these are extremely passionate people. And if you get them talking about their art, basically their passion, they don't stop. Like, they just keep going. Like, they'll yeah. talk forever. And so,
3: I, I believe, I have, I have a few friends who uh, left this world um, a little too early. And I truly believe that if I were able to let them be heard one more time, it wouldn't have happened. And so, I've dedicated myself to, like, hey, I, I'm willing to give you five seconds of my fucking time to let you be heard. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you can sit here and tell me about stories about whatever you want, like, whatever you want, but... Do you feel heard? I see you. If I can see you and you feel heard, hey. That's right. my job. I don't give a shit what you say. I mean I do, but like Right, right, right. And so that's why I'm like, hey, these people who are like they like oh, I'm I I'm, my, my favorite thing is like oh, I feel awkward. I don't know. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I think but that once they put it in a microphone, one of oh, our best examples
2: it. were at the Bohemian, and this was a few years ago. And we're talking to their PR guy, and Kelly. He, yeah. And he was great and, and and really great and we kept saying, "Well, does one of your brewers want to talk? And I don't know the guy he had the long beard. He's like, No, no, no. I, I don't I don't want to be on I don't want to be you just talked to him. But somehow we got him to come over. Well, how we
0: how, I remember exactly how nope. we did it because That's it was okay. before we really got drinking. So because we,
1: I had to give you all the They were I like, told. Okay,
0: well, let's take a break. They're like, let's take a break. Let's go let's go see the, the lager tanks and go see some of the stuff. And the, the Brewski had just come out. Yeah, mm. well and and he had just Tapped uh, a, a something new that he was trying, and he's like, "Oh, here, have a drink with me." And we started talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, fuck, I'll just come over with you guys." And so, came over, and and uh, we just started uh, drinking even so more. So once with he him. started talking,
2: though, <laughs> yeah, whoa, he just, it, you know, it just it opens Pandora's box, right? And
3: and they don't realize, and I say they as in like the distillers or the. The artist, because mm-hmm. if you go, it doesn't matter what medium you have, but if you go to the artist, like, hey, I'm not talking about my art, like, it's my art, Right. Then you have to decipher it, i like, right. bullshit, let's talk about why you made that art.
1: Yeah, you, you, there's a point that you have behind that. And so
3: once you get them comfortable, and and I think, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think that alcohol kind of helps, because it kind of just like, hey, let's just bring that wall down a little bit, I'm not looking for you to get fucked up, or trashed, or tell me dirty secrets, but like... Take a deep breath, have a beer, and
2: calm the fuck down. Let's talk.
3: Yeah. And after a beer or two, people start going, "Okay,
2: I got you. We can talk." Well, let quick. me tell you that brewer. Holy shit! He drank us under the table and was still going. Wa-la-la-la. Yeah,
3: I mean, <laughs> we tend to do it. I mean, we have to make sure our product tastes. You gotta make sure it tastes good. Yeah.
0: We're <laughs> just brewing like hammered shithouse drunk. That That's what me. everyone thinks we are. There's no way. There's
3: no chance. Because no. you can't. It's uh-uh.
0: because, like I said, while there's an artistry, there's a fucking science behind it, and you can't. You cannot be off your game. That's well, just like really good chefs cannot be fucking drunk all the time, and you yeah. can't afford to mess up a whole tank. No, the thing is, yeah.
3: I, I drink to taste, not drink the drink. Right, exactly.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm not 20 anymore. I right? Those honest. are back in the days. That was high school. Right? <laughs> like when you drink to
2: drink. And well, you know, at like, that point, you're drinking whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, cause you
0: Everclear. PBR. You don't have a did lot of choices either.
2: Like
1: Did you really? I did. I didn't know that.
2: We called it Everdo. PBR.
0: PBR. I tell that you That was what. my grandpa's Well, favorite. see, I grew up in Wyoming, so I had the ability to get fifths of Everclear. And so we, that's, Jungle Juice always That's why you have no it. hair up top. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, you drink, you drink fucking jet fuel. Happens, uh, yeah. So. Well, we used to drink, uh, we called it Everdew. So we'd take a two liter of Mountain Dew or. Everdew. <laughs> <laughs> not Mountain Dew. <laughs> Usually it was like, what, Do- is it Dr. Thunder or yeah, Doctor uh, Thunder. Ma- Mountain oh, so Thunder? so you were whatever? poor like we were. Yeah, Dr. Thunder. So these guys,
1: they have like lots of. We por- por- drink like,
0: we drink a good chunk of that and then we just fucking fill it up with Everclear. And then like, that would be our drink for the night. It's like
3: the Four Locals. Was back in the day. It seems like, uh, wow.
0: yeah, yeah, probably.
3: Well,
1: when he was saying that he cleaned the bar, that wasn't to be. Seen. Yeah, I wasn't he kidding. No, no, no.
0: I, yeah, my mom worked at a bar like most of my life, and, and so I, him
1: and his brother literally cleaned when bar I was as like
0: thirteen. Kids. That was one of my early so jobs. fun fact. You do not have to be twenty
3: one to brew beer in Utah. Just FYI. Wow.
0: Just so any of you high school kids out there looking for a job, but you yeah. can't no, taste just it. Can't, yes. Just kidding. You
3: cannot consume it. Also, However,
1: you also, you taste this. See how I did
0: at, at 16. You're limited in the hours that you can work, especially during the school year, unless you work for sure. crumble. Well, yeah, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Then you can work so you're all you saying want. There's a way. Yep. <laughs> just call just
1: your fine. brewery crum- crumble and it's all good.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll call it right now. You call your brewery crumble. You're likely to get fucking <laughs> investigated by the the department of work. Crumble with <laughs>
2: no, the Or just spelled Speaking properly. Of crumble with a K. Look. Let's,
0: let's talk about ketos with a K. If you, Oh, oh, shit. What a on. segue. Hold on. If you call it crumble with a K, they're just going to sue you for oh, yeah. fucking copyright well, infringement. Well, I tried to sue everybody. They for- brought
1: crumble cookies in today for a meeting, and yeah. I was virtual nervous. Like, aren't you sad? And I was like, no, no. because Those aren't Ruby sucks. Snap,
0: motherfuckers.
1: Wow. Like, why would I care? By the, I the bought way, the crumble Ruby
0: Snap, in case you guys haven't heard us talk about them in a while, because it's probably been a few months. It's been a while, like- but... It's been since, since Crumble got in trouble for hiring all those kids and working them to death that I've talked shit on them, so. Talk,
3: Ruby up, snack. talk about
1: some artistry. Yeah. That woman's an artist.
0: Gosh. And
3: so they're good. located in Salt Lake yeah. next to Fisher Right by Bar- right Fisher, right Bar- Fisher.
1: And, and down the street from Keto's, yes. NTF. And Chocolate what?
2: Conspiracy, I think they, did they move? I, I think, think they he didn't he move. Because they were literally. No, they moved. Yeah, I think he moved. Right moved next to door yeah. to, to, yeah, so.
1: So we went, we went to Chocolate Conspiracy when they were right there and got to see uh, well, and making chocolate and got to taste them. Like, and they were the doing one of the Fisher
2: and... chocolate things. Mm-hmm. So,
0: beautiful. so you, you're brewing for Shrap Tank and you move to Kitos when?
3: So actually it's a month This last Monday. Nice so, uh, I was brewing again, I accepted the job in November 1st, 2020. The reason why I know that is because that's the day of my favorite holiday and that's Dielos Muertos yep. or Day of the de Dead. Muertos. And so I showed up. So my, my boss at the time, he's like, Hey, I need you to come in on this day. And I go, okay, it's a sacred holiday for me and my family. Like my wife and I celebrate it. I'm going to be decked out. I had face paint. I had my whole outfit. And he goes, I don't care. I need you to show up. So I'm like, Fuck, okay, whatever. So I showed up in my whole gear. And they were like, oh wait, you me, really
1: meant it. <laughs>
3: yeah, he did. But he's like, I just wanted to offer you this job. And I was like, like I'm like tearing up. It's like, I'm becoming a brewer. Was your makeup smearing? It was smearing. (laughs) I had to fix it. Uh, So that was 2020. So about uh, three months ago, end of June, I was offered uh, three different brewing positions in the community. Wow. And I turned them all down. uh, But then one of them came back to me the end, the beginning of August. And he texted me, and I'm going to be very kind about how he texted me. But he goes, hey friend, (laughs) can we just sit down and have a conversation? Because um, I just needed like, from a friend to a friend, brewery to brewery, like, just talk to me for 30 minutes. I will pay for you to talk to me. Like, I will pay for your gas. Just come talk to me. And I'm like, nah, man, like, I'll come talk to you, whatever. Long story short, he needed a brewer. He needed a good brewer now. And I go, but you know, I've been in the industry for three and a half years. He goes, I don't give a fuck. I know who you are. And I'm, I give fucks about you. And I'm like, I feel like I'm worthy. Like, I feel like I, someone gave me worth and believed in me. Right. And, it was one of those situations where I could enhance my brewing career despite how much, you know, tenure I had. And it was one of those things where if I was on my deathbed, I'd look back and be like, shit. Why
1: didn't I do that?
3: Well, what could have been? Right? And so I called my wife and I'm like, Hey, we're doing this. But one caveat they don't have a bidet. <laughs> she goes, You can fix that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the one thing I held me back. Because like I remember sitting there with the interview, kind of interview, like a pseudo interview. And he goes, I see you have some, like, you're holding back. Why? And I looked at him in the face. I go, see that bathroom right there? There's no fucking bidet there. Are you kidding me? He Is tics, that real? Is that real? Tics, I swear to God. <laughs> he takes off his glasses and he goes, it will be here on Monday. <laughs> and that's right there. I'm like, oh. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> because if you get me on bidets, oh, I won't stop talking about bidets. Because if you guys are still trying to wipe and play the guessing game, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this
0: anymore. We got bidets for Christmas. Like look. I've still got it sitting in the cold storage. I haven't hooked Two, it up. Oh I might leave
3: can, right now. Let me take my headphones right now. Get all the
0: friends, but seriously, it's the, the bidet best Because kids. they love their bidets yeah, so much. It's
3: not tushy. You gotta get a bidet. There's a <laughs> difference between, you have to have like, the actual water that heats no, up. No, this is,
0: okay. no, no, this one doesn't oh, heat. Oh, it doesn't heat. Oh, fire. then throw it away. I weird.
3: think is
1: you is. can hook it up to warm water, but yeah, it doesn't
3: So heat it. I became the Keto's head brewer. Um, and in Small Lake City, who I am, it, I didn't tell, I told like maybe two people, two of my closest friends, and it blew up.
2: Yeah. Well, all all Everyone two of knows. our listeners are going to know and now. And I'm like,
3: holy mm-hmm. shit. So anyway, I brought you guys the first beer that my team. We all had a hand in making this beer from concept to in the um, can and it's the proudest we've ever been because I realized that there were steps in the process of the beer making at Keto's that was overshadowed, overlooked and ev- I can proudly say that every single one of us on the team – Touched this beer, did different techniques, and learned something. Is it is it perfect? Am I going to send it to a competition? No, but it's fucking good. It is and good. I will have it's really good. I have to warm.
1: tell you this. So, my husband, though he drinks, has not been drinking all that much lately. And he took the one that you gave me to drink it because. She doesn't like beer. Yeah.
0: That's fine. She'll
3: but
1: try I tr- I still taste that it. That
0: makes the six pack work better. But my, See, but two, my point two and is. Two. We're perfect.
1: But my point is, is, he took it to drink it. And I think this is the first time he's drank two beers. You
0: saying
3: that, the production manager at Keto's, he doesn't drink beer either. This is the first time in two years he's taken a beer home. And so when they told me that, I looked at him. His name's Eddie. And I go, Eddie, he's a Hispanic, full Hispanic. I'm like, you took beer home? And he looked at me. And he looked at the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, means it's good though, right? He goes, yeah, like he just didn't <laughs> want to admit that he took beer. It's a home. really
0: good, easy drinking beer They say, like I fell off the truck. I had to. Take yeah, beer. I had to.
3: But it, this is again, uh, I was interviewed by, you guys mentioned the Utah Beer Radio, um, Mikey Rydell, dear yeah, friend of mine, hard. Steph, yeah, Beer New Radio, Beer yep. News Radio, yep. Nerd Radio, whatever. Um, great friends of mine. They interviewed me the week I accepted the job. That is awesome. And I kind of, they, I kind of announced it on the radio in a way. I would, I'll tell, tell the same thing I'm tell you guys. Is I'm not here to make Keto's world-renowned or to change records or styles, but I will leave Keto's better than I found it, and that's all I can do. And if that means I just implemented some tactics or uh, strategies inside of it or SOPs, great. But I'm no wonderkin, but I give a fuck, and so – my team sees that, and we give a fuck. I don't see this hierarchy of like, oh, head brewer, and then blah blah blah. blah. No, I'm, gonna say I'm that's a Sam. Yeah, it's a team. It's a fucking team. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. And this is just for everyone that's listening that doesn't see the cans that we're drinking. We'll post um, this is this is Keto's Pilsner. Uh, and yeah. so this is a this is a new beer, new Pilsner, uh,
3: new recipe. And then we are celebrating, and probably will be f- before this, but we're celebrating our sixth year anniversary this Friday, and we're doing a mango rendition of this pilsner as our anniversary oh, be beer good. that would be a so really it good came combo. on tap today secretly no one knows about it but it came on tap today
0: we know about it now so, so do our you guys 15 listeners. you guys are my doors
3: <laughs> uh same for you guys and everyone who's listening my door keto store is always open if you want to pick my brain or learn the system or learn how to brew or want to see anything fucking ask for me and i would love to geek out with you guys
0: keto's coffee cream ale is still one of my favorite uh, beers. And that's made King's. with the uh, King's
3: Peak Coffee Roasters beer. So, if you guys heard about King's Peak, that's the coffee you want to drink.
2: And I, I mean, I like all of keto stuff, but I really like their seasonals that they do. <clears throat> they do, they, I don't know if they did the, are they doing the pumpkin we one We did this the year? pumpkin this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I was going to say, if they're going to, they probably have already done it. Yeah, the pumpkin's it's, it's doing it. Time. We have a holiday ale coming out. I like. Lo- I love their holiday stuff. Yeah. I love the holiday one. I love the pumpkin one. And then St.
3: Patrick's Day, we like to do a glitter green beer. And then one of my everyone asks me what's my favorite shift beer after I am off work, and it, I call it the most hydrating beer in Utah because it's an actual fact. Is we have a pickle beer,
0: <laughs>
3: and what, if, if you're going to work out and expense yourself, pickle juice is the best way to that's be rehydrated. Full of
0: electrolytes.
3: So let's put it in a beer. No, ta-da! I'm sorry, two birds.
0: one stone. So that's on the level of
2: banana bread beer for me, <laughs> and pickles. I'll make you, are I'll not make you one. Good. So they like only pickles. have so much in the stores. How many? Labels do you have if someone goes to the brewery
3: right now? I have twenty nine taps and in my case, wow. I probably have right now I'm twenty one different beers. You can choose from from gluten free to non-alcoholic all the way through.
0: So the the tap. So this is an interesting thing. You know, um, you know, not all breweries have tap rooms. The good ones do um, your tap rooms. How many beers do you guys put in the tap rooms that never make it out to cans or to packaging?
3: Great question. Uh, right now, today, I can think of 18 that have not made it into cans that you can
0: only get in the tap room,
1: um, Which is a really good reason is, for you to is, go that, visit them.
0: Is that because you're like, well, we don't really quite like the way this one turned out. It's not what we were going for. Or, or is it the Utah fight? Just with, want to keep it in the tap room and not worry about <laughs> he He's smiling. No, he
3: knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, it, it's a little mix of all of it. So uh, a lot of breweries, so you see their name out there, like Squaws and Wasatch are the bigger breweries. They have distribution. And so in order to get distribution or your name on you know your product on shelves, your shit needs to be sold by a great salesman or salesperson. And if I go to Harman's or Smith's and I see Red Rock and yeah. Level Crossing and TF and Ketos, then that means that someone did a good job and sold that product. And now the consumers who go to their everyday grocery store, like they see that, right? So not all my beers that I think should be on those shelves are there, but if it makes a great name and someone who's like, hey, you need to put this beer in Harman's, I, as a consumer, all you have to say is, hey, get this beer. Because the salt and pickle one, you rolled your eyes at, but that one's actually on the
2: shelf. Well, that's fine for yeah. crazy people should, who like you pickles. You should
1: go do the Harmons little so, taste test assuming- and grab one of them.
2: This Pilsner is going to go on the shelf. Is that it? Pilsner? Is at Harman's right now? I was going to say it
3: better be on the shelf. I was yeah, just going to say it's like, 4.7, yeah. easy drinking. You can get a six pack crush it it's yourself. It's so good. This is good. so,
2: it's smooth. There's no bitterness like yeah. at all. So when I, when
0: I, when I, when I drank this beer, it made me think of, and I know it's a Pilsner and, uh, you went to makes a beer called Yard Cell. Yeah. Uh, that they push out. So they push heavy. One, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a dark, a little bit darker lager, but the, the idea behind that is it's like an easy drinking beer that Great. you take up on the slopes with you. This is better. Oh damn. Thank like, you. That's huge. Uh, this cause... is a lot better in that yeah, sort is. of in that sort of mindset. And that's, I like That's a lot. I really like that yard cell longer that Uinta does, but this to me is a much easier, like, mowing your lawn, right. and kick back, t- drink this type so of So this beer. is
3: the, uh, you said the great, uh, lawn mowing beer. This is like, I can crush six of these on a Sunday, call yeah, it lawn. good, and it comes 12. At the uh, golf fit, course. Right. You know, Absolutely. Put a six pack in the back And the cool of the thing cart. about Kidos is we also have food trucks every Friday and Saturday, and we have pinballs. So oh, we're the really awesome. only, we're in the brewery with pinball machines, so we have pinball tournaments oh, every Oh, I think Tuesday. you just
1: got Chris. I fucking love
3: Pinball. So, and so right now, today... Pinball's happening and it's fucking a mess. Sounds house. to me like we Wait, need to Is do, it on
0: do you do pinball tournaments on like Tuesdays?
3: On Tuesday, Tuesday oh, nights. Fuck me. Yeah, sounds like
2: we really. need to do an episode at the brewery.
3: And
0: you guys are more than
3: welcome to do that like, in the brew house or in the brewery itself. Like in the brewery we need to do an episode yeah.
0: there.
2: Yeah.
3: It's just it's,
1: so that Chris can play the pinball. It is machines. funny cuz I, uh,
0: I do like seeing uh breweries uh, especially local breweries. I like to go through them and see how their setup is. But like there's never like Breweries are breweries, right? Like, uh, like once you understand like the layout and what is that the mean? workflow.
3: So I but, disagree.
0: Like the 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 brew house itself, where you're actually you know creating the the magic. So they say the no. Pit.
2: I think that's why we need to go there. I've
0: been to like I don't know, probably like 15 different breweries at this point. They're all they all have the same tanks. They all have okay. You
3: know, Here we go. So this is the kind of funny thing. You, I don't know if you're if you know this or you're segueing to this, but. Kidos has one of 17 systems in the entire world. Oh, wow. So the breweries that you're used to going to, which is a typical, is a mash louder ton. So you see Mm -hmm. two vessels or three vessels and there's about, you know, your grain sits there and it goes, you make a cereal, blah, blah, blah. Kidos has something called a mash press filter or a high efficiency brew system. So what I do is I actually take the grist and I I French press it. Mm-hmm. So I'm pushing. So I'll huh. show you pictures after this, but it's different. Again, 17 in the whole world. So keto's is really unique because another reason why I took the job, and everyone's like, "Why the fuck did you take this job?" Is because I'm learning a different, a completely different system than I was. I was taught on. There's only
0: 17 I, uh, in the world. That makes you pretty valuable too. And
3: that's it, it daunting. I actually took it as daunting because one of my favorite and the brewer I look, one of the brewers I look up to in the in the entire world, who's here in Utah. <laughs> Um, they, te- they sent me or they text me like, Hey, congratulations. If you can figure out how to work that system, you can say you're one of the few in the world that can manipulate that system. And it's like, Oh, was that a compliment or fuck <laughs> like my work? So like I'm or so for some reason, like I'm still hungry. Like I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. So the past, so when you guys were trying to reach out to me the first three weeks you're trying to reach out to me, I was crazy bonkers. That like it was a little bit. Yeah, it was. I was not. I haven't been upkeeping on the podcast as much. I haven't been on my phone because I'm trying to learn a system that no one else in Utah. There's three people right now currently in Utah and I'm one of them and my coworker is the other one who knows how to brew on that
0: system. Which is insane. If there's only 17 of them in there out there yeah. in the wild. Wa- so there's yeah, one
3: in like... New Zealand, one in Australia, one in South Korea, two in Washington or two in Oregon, one in Washington, one in uh, California, two in Texas, and the rest in the East Coast. Yeah, period. we need
2: to come to the brewery.
0: Yeah, I would. You love have to. That's actually. I had no idea, but I'm not kidding. Like the only brewery that's been somewhat different is like Bohemian because they're everything they do is a lager, and so they have lager tanks, which most breweries don't have. Big which lager is sexy. Tanks. I, I get and off I on lager I fucking love tanks. those lager <laughs> tanks, but no one else really has lager tanks. Like they're they're pretty rare in the craft brew space because. No one likes to make beer and then have it fucking sit forever. They're not distillers.
3: Like. And, and that's why the ones who have lagering tanks, they make the best lagers in my opinion. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, that's like Bohemian. Bohemian, I
3: mean, you got Grid City, you got TF. They yeah. all have lagering tanks yeah. and like those horizontal tanks, you're like, ugh.
0: Oh. Mm, I want one. Yeah, exactly. I want three. I want it's five.
3: Love, yeah, I I, I How many does
0: Bohemian have? Like 16, 20? They, have, they have they have a fucking lot, a lot, of
2: them. lot.
3: Basically a lot. they have lagering tanks that fit the same amount of beer I was brewing at, at Strap Tank. Yeah. yeah. They're that big. Their <laughs> they're tanks are yeah, tanks are yeah. gigantic. And that team over there anyway, great team yeah. over there. Great <laughs> team.
1: Yeah. They were they were that was a fun interview. So you guys are
3: welcome again, welcome to Ketos and I will show you and I, I will I, prove I, to you that pickle beer is no.
0: decent. I'm pretty serious about that. We need to. Make I'm pretty happy. serious about the fact that pickle beer is not decent. Pickles are not good. I don't no, know why. Yummy. What, what do are you talking want about? To fucking have like pickled cucumbers. I it's disgusting. Wow. Would I well, put pickled cucumbers off, in my beer? You don't like cucumbers either. No, I don't. Which is like double whammy for how shitty
2: that tastes. But pickles aren't always. <laughs> if just I want to drink pickles. salt water, I'll go stick my head in the ocean and swallow. Well, so I do have a question. and You may it. or may not. Now, the answer Kitos, what does that name come from?
3: Kitos is Finnish for give thanks or thank you. So Kitos means thank you. Thanks. You so go. our our motto at Kidos is drink beer, give thanks. Kitos. I so like it. our owner our owners are Finnish and so we are the only Finnish beer in Utah. And so we have some Finnish style beers at Keto's as well.
0: That's why Keto's is K I I, by the way, not K E T O. Right. Yeah. It's not was diet. Yeah. It's not it's yeah. it's not like the <laughs> not diet. It's not fucking yeah, sugar free. This would not help you on a sugar free diet, by the way. But my gluten free beer will. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: my seltzer. I have a seltzer as well. We have a seltzer. Yeah.
1: Oh, you might like a seltzer too. I know you like seltzer I do seltzers. Like peach. Seltzers. right now
3: I have a peach seltzer. Sorry,
1: oh, he wouldn't like a peach seltzer, though. So you hate everything that's good. So you hate <laughs> he pickle
3: doesn't. beers, you know? hate peach seltzer. Pickles and peaches like, are i I'm of, trying so hard. He Pick- doesn't
2: like peaches, but yeah. I like peaches. Pickles and peaches are two of the, the flavors in my that, brain. That summarizes so, Chris. You hate everything that's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Except don't come to my me. brewery. <laughs>
2: you know what I ate
0: before you guys came over? A whole bowl full no. of fried okra. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do like okra. Nothing, oh, wrong nothing. nothing wrong no, with
0: it. No, it's great. That's what I would prefer over pickles and peaches. Though. But I'm not judging you for how you have them, but you're judging me for what I'm I make. I'm not judging you.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: just saying there's no way that's good to me.
1: <laughs> but that might Come be on over. I would so, try again.
2: So being the new head brewer, what's on the horizon for oh, keto's yeah. and for you?
3: So for ketos is trying to get the team on the same page. So I want to make sure that everyone on the team from the owner all the way down to the janitor, if you will, not that we're on this, like I will do the same. I will clean bathrooms. The, I'll clean toilets. Sure. We are going to all participate and our, our voices will be heard. So if you have an opinion, if you think a beer should be different or should be tasted or if you let us know and we will we'll work around it. Um, there should not be any one person that's going to make all the decisions. That's bullshit. And so everyone's gonna be on the same page period. And at the end of the day, I, I sent a survey out within Ketos. I'm like, Hey, what does Ketos mean to you? What do you think Ketos means to the community? And what do you want to see Ketos become? Stuff like that. And I got different answers. I'm like, okay, here we go. So my work is cut out for me for sure. And it's not just for me, but the entire team. And then for me as a person and as a, as a, as a podcaster, is I still want to com- uh, connect. My favorite thing about the podcast is that I've connected with so many brewers and distillers and sake fermentation that when someone needs help, they're like, "Hey, David, do you know this person?" Fuck yeah, I do. Boom. And I love being the connector, like that bridging the gap. It makes my I you can't put a price on it. I love it so much.
0: That's one of the things that we found. You know, like we said with the community as a whole, the the. I like what you said to ethanol artists. <laughs> but that, that, that whole community, for the most part in Utah, everyone's more than willing to help each other. Yeah. Even, even like when we get off the air and people talk shit about other people, they might talk shit about them, but they also fucking help them when they call. Right. Like they, they might not really like the guy. Like this, this brewer might not really like this brewer, but when push comes to shove, they fucking help each other. The, the funny thing
3: is the first day, uh, I, worked at Keto's or officially started I called three different, of my brewer friends and all three of them were able to help me and they all knew my situation. Uh, I think 98, 99% of the community is like, we got you. We know you're kind of a noob. like we, you, we want to see you succeed. And that's where I hold on to. They want to see me succeed. I believe that. And I have, um, what's that word where it's like, uh, uh, identity crisis where the, it's it called the, uh, Anyway, like I I'm like biting more off more than I can chew. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, I'm not like oh shit. But yeah. at the same thing, I don't <laughs> give a fuck what people think about me, but I give a fuck what I think about myself. Right. So something I'm trying to to empower into the community is there's a lot of noise and there's always two sides of a coin. But at the end of the day, do you give a fuck about yourself? And Absolutely. if you don't, then you need to start trying. And so like I in Utah, we're really good at two things and we're shitty at one. We're really good at making sugar water. We're really good at drinking that sugar water <laughs> and we're shitty at taking care of ourselves. So I'm like, you know what? I, if I can help you guys like realize, hey, you don't have to drink every fucking day, but you can enjoy it. And you can judge it. Imposter syndrome. That's what it's called. Oh, I, yeah, have, yeah, I yeah. have bad imposter syndrome right now because I see a lot of my friends who've been in the industry for 20 plus years and i'm calling myself i haven't called myself but i am now this head brewer right for <laughs> these guys are legends if you can make a mount rushmore and i'm going to put myself in the same pedestal go fuck myself like i can't but <laughs> I, I can't keep i i can't compare myself to other individuals
2: but the thing is you can't compare yourself to others but walk in the room like you've been there before
3: and i'm trying to and i'm doing that with my team cuz my team needs to do the same thing i can do that all day but if my team does that with me man you know Rising tides, and that's all it is. And that's so. That, to answer your question, that's I guess the best I got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, how do people get a hold of you? Where do they find your show? How do they uh, <laughs> find the best keto beer?
3: Yeah, so Taste Masters is the biggest fermentation podcast in Utah. So you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, on our website, The Taste Masters Drink. Uh, you can email us, DM us at all at all platforms, and we always have an episode, new episode, come out uh, every Thursday. And we're almost to our two hundredth mark. And we've done this for over three and a half years. Congratulations! Thank you. And there's a team of us. Uh, I'm the one you see the most. I'm the one with the hair and I'm the one that talks a lot. But there's a team of us that are involved. And I couldn't do it without them because doing a podcast by yourself,
2: Impossible. It's hard. You, you, it's you, a lot you, of work. Good
3: luck. And if you're
0: doing it, great, good for you. Fuck, there's four of us most of the time and it's still a lot of work. <laughs>
1: I for would us. say there's three of us most of That's
2: the time. That's true. Lately. Well, I mean, Julia does get out there and she get people show. She does get the out show. there and
1: get out there, but she is, yeah. But it's
2: not a, it's not a single effort. It no, takes.
0: Especially when you have a full-time gig doing something else and a part-time gig with that full-time gig and then you're doing school. Like there's a whole bunch of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, so
3: I I don't care about the likes or the views or the listens, but I if I can help you introduce you or bridge the gap, like I said, hey, I did my job. And again, are you heard?
0: Were you heard? That's all I, I that's all I care about. That's perfect. Well thanks for coming on the show. Of course, homie. Now we get to read an affirmation. A weekly Ooh, affirmation. Let's affirmation. go. You shuffle that. These are called spiritual as fuck. Oh. Do you so. like pickle beer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Me. They're us- no. they're usually at pretty apropos for the episode, so let's see.
0: Loving is its own reward. Huh. There you go. The very act of loving is the benefit of the risk. We all want to be loved back. We all want to be supported. But when you grow up, you see that it has nothing to do with how the person who receives your love reacts and all about you just being willing to open your heart in the dangerous world. Be a gangster and love the fuck out of someone today. Expect nothing in return. See,
3: you that is see? perfect. That's pretty Told you they're
1: pretty apropos.
3: <laughs> wow. That was, uh, almost, I got some tears in my eyes. That's, we, they we do,
1: almost are always, sorry, they're yeah. almost always something I that, take a picture of that we've talked about. or yeah, we do,
0: we do one of these per episode. They're all fucking random. And sometimes if
1: it doesn't make sense when we kind of look around after we get off the mic, one of us is like, that, that was me. That was, that was, that one was mine. Yeah.
0: So. That's awesome. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Um, if not, I don't give a shit. Share it anyway. If not, come <laughs>
1: find me a <at> keto. <laughs> we'll throw down.
0: <laughs> uh, you can find us out at the new Utah, uh, dot com or out on social media at TNU podcast. Um, also hotdog dash dot com. I'm not going to forget that one. Maybe that's the one you want to go to. It okay. all takes you to the same place. That's true. That's true. <laughs> sort of uh, like
1: does that does, Zagney, does something something.
0: <laughs> uh, go to a haunted house, um, and then go drink some beer somewhere.